Welcome to the Biting Side mini podcast where I make a point to keep things really personal. So this one's hard to describe and I'm just owning it immediately. (laughs) I mean, it's kind of why I want to even venture to try is because it's this concept that I find to be important or like this important distinction Um, But it's always hard for me to describe. And I was talking about it the other day with a friend again and, you know, came up with some ways to put it (laughs) and just wanted to flesh that out a little bit more. Um, Basically, I was we were talking about, okay, here we are as humans and everybody um, essentially wants the same thing. That was her assertion. And I wasn't even coming from that place. Um, but I wouldn't disagree. Uh, essentially, everybody wants the same thing um, in this very general, broad sense of like a feeling of inspiration, a feeling of love, a feeling of aliveness, a feeling of connection, a feeling of living a good life or, you know, just essentially everybody wants this place of um satisfaction, reassurance, inspiration, you know, whatever word you actually put on it, but everybody wants that place. And people have been calling it happiness for years, um, which is rough because there's a vocabulary problem because we also call happy and sad like a temporary feeling. So then it gets all muddled. Um, But yeah, everybody essentially wants the same thing. I could agree there. And then she was just saying like, and people just use different tools to get there. You know, they just use different tools on how they want to get there. And I, again, I can agree. I can agree. Um, that's kind of like I did a podcast fairly recently about strategy where it's like, yeah, it's just like, here's the game of life. And we all kind of have a different strategy at the game of life. Similar concept, you know, we're all essentially wanting the same thing. We're just using different tools to get there. Um, But there's this other little nagging thing that comes into play, and it was coming into play with a few of the things that we were talking about. Um, Some of the things that, like, let's say I noticed that I don't like. It's, um, and she was saying, well, maybe they're just using it as a tool. And I'm saying, oh, but, you know, because she was saying, okay, you know, there's some there, there's people that like to talk about aliens, like they love aliens and like the concept or the possibility of aliens. And like, they just get really far out there for me. And I respect that that's like a tool for them um, to get what they want, because like, they, they want the same thing I want. But that's the tool they're using because it makes them whatever inspired or excited. And but she was saying, I just don't like to freaking talk about aliens all day. Like, it's just, you know, not my jam. I can't do it. It's a little too much. It's a little woo-woo um, is what she was kind of saying. And I was saying, yeah, I hear you. And sometimes it is as simple as that, where this person feels grounded and this person is, in fact, just seeking that thing that we are all seeking in life and... They're just using that as a tool. It's their thing that they happen to be inspired by and they like it. But other times, like for me, when I was defining woo-woo, because that's that's kind of where this came from. It's like, oh, I define that a little differently. See, when it goes into that department for me, it's kind of like an escapism um, where it's like fantasy and escapism and they're trying to get out of the reality that they don't enjoy. They're not embracing life as it is, 
who they are or anything in that they're trying to escape reality. And that shifts it a little bit for me because then it is no longer just here I am and I embrace and accept what is. And I also am going to use tools to get further. You know, instead it's like, well, I'd like to reject and deny what is, and I'm going to use these tools, because they still could be considered tools, um, for escapism. That maybe, I mean, you know, so it is, it's like splitting hairs, because yeah, maybe they're tools that'll get them where they want to go anyway, because maybe they'll feel more inspired and excited about life if they just constantly escape it. But time and time again, we see, you know, from things like addiction or things even like woo-woo, I mean, like people that get in this like ultra spiritual sort of um, spiritual bypass, you know, that that term is now a thing, (laughs) Um, kind of place where they are doing this thing or using this tool and it's gone beyond using it as a tool they're using it as some sort of escapism or like surrogate or justification it's like a coping mechanism for a reality or an existence that they're not embracing and um that's when i think it doesn't get them where they want to go and it's probably not going to get them to that ultimate place that we're all wanting um and it's also they're decision to make. It's not really my business. They can do that if they want to. And they could also go down that path of addiction or anything else, you know, that is essentially you rejecting reality and looking for escapism. And it might be a tool. I mean, absolutely, people's alcoholism or drug addictions have become a very important tool that have then led them to a place that ended in, um, you know, that satisfaction in life that they're wanting, that everybody is seeking. Um, Absolutely, for sure. So I guess ultimately, like I said, it's splitting hairs because that escapism or that search for escapism can still be a tool that can get you there. But I think it gets you there a different way. It gets you there by showing you what isn't going to work. You know, it's kind of like, all right, well, cool. We can do this escapism thing, but it isn't going to work. And it's not going to yield any satisfaction. I mean, it will in this very tricky, twisted, sneaky, like, I think I'm satisfied, but actually I'm just rejecting my life and getting farther from satisfaction even more. Um, And then when you see that, then you like know exactly how to steer uh, and directly the opposite direction, (laughs) you know, like you kind of know what not to do. And so it gives you a lot of information about, okay, so from this point, then you know, right hand turn, you know, totally this other way, I'm gonna go. Um, Yeah, so for sure, it can be a tool in that sense. But but I was just wanting to make the distinction because I don't hear people talking about it or and it it is something that I'm gonna say bothers me because I hate I hate to watch somebody um, go down the road. That's just gonna essentially show them what not to do. But I also have to get over that. That's my problem. You know, that's my issue. That's my thing where it's like, oh, man, I hate to see you just do that. (laughs) Um, But it's like it's their path. It's their life. And like it might actually be the fastest way there for them um, because it might really hit them against that wall harder, faster than if it was just this really slow realization. So so it is my problem that I even hate it. But 
I also, the whole reason I would even think about whether I hate it or not was because we were kind of talking about with her where she's like, and this is when it's too much for me, you know, and this is when it's too much for her was like the too many, too many hours talking about aliens. Um, when it's too much for me and defining that for myself. So even though, you know, I can actually respect and for sure that that's, you know, their path and they choose to do it and it's their business, even when I'm totally there, fully, you know, allowing them and not feeling like, oh man, I hate to see you do that, um, about their path. Still though, there's this element of knowing myself and knowing and that's when it goes into the too much zone for me. Um, you know, I, if somebody is going to react, reject their reality, then, um, yeah, I've got more power to them. I get it. It could be part of the path. But I don't want to participate in that. You know, it has to do with me and what's too much for me. Um, so even if, it's ultra, ultra positivity, okay? So it's not just like, well, I don't like addicts or I don't like negative dark stuff or it's going to be dangerous. Even the ultra, ultra positivity, spiritual bypass stuff. Um, I have a person that's kind of like in my extended family group that's just massively into this uh, ultra, ultra spiritual um, woo-woo, you know, but it's, it's in that like positivity direction, but it's and so it's like, I don't even disagree with any of the stuff that, you know, she says or that is being said in her groups or whatever, you know, but it's not my jam. It's not for me. It's too much for me uh, because it's that rejection of your reality or it's coming from a place where it's not merely a tool um, that you're you're using while embracing your reality. It's something you're using to escape reality and to stand in rejection of reality. And so it becomes like a no for me. I just, I don't, I don't like it. It's not a grounded method to me. It feels very not grounded. Um, and so even though it's not like something dangerous that'll harm her and ultimately it's all, you know, pretty interesting or edifying kind of things that are being said it's still like oh it leaves me like in this too much for me kind of place because it's really not grounded it's just not my thing so that's what we were trying to clarify you know it was like we were sitting there playing with these little hairs and like okay well what is it and what isn't it and what you know and that's what i thought was worth the explain because it's like okay is it just me <laughs> you know is it just me or does anybody else notice this kind of thing like when it goes into escapism and she was kind of saying like well maybe everybody's always doing that and it's just tools like it's just everybody's always using tools. And I can see what she means. I mean, it is a very hard thing to nail down because no one has to fully embrace their reality as it is like forever and ever. I mean, you know, you don't have to like everything about your world. You can want things to change in it. Like you can hope for more and want a, you know, different job or wants a bigger family or, you know, just like, absolutely, that's fine. Um, or you don't have to be totally content with you and yourself like forever and ever and, you know, not have this feeling of like, yes, well, I'd like to become 
more patient or I'd like to become less anxious um, about things or see the bigger picture more clearly. I'd like to become more aware of the bigger picture. Absolutely, you can. And that isn't necessarily escapism or rejecting your reality, your life, or yourself to me. Because at the foundation of that, I mean, it could be, it could be because it's a fine line, you know. Um, If you truly are like in this self-loathing place and the reason what you just want to be somebody else and you want to be so popular and you want to be a rock star you know like it can get to that place that is like escapism and that is very non-grounded but you can also legitimately have your eyes set on goals that are different than your current reality while being totally grounded and in full acceptance and full embrace of your current reality. It's just like, am I willing to embrace this? Am I willing to take it and accept it and be like, and this is what I've got and I'm owning it and I like it and it's fine and I do want to change it though and I want to, you know, um, grow it. It's a seed and I love this little seed and I can be in full love and appreciation of this seed, but I'm also going to use this seed for growth because I'd like to see what else can happen and you know what other branches can um, show up off of this seed and I'd like expansion and I'd like more creativity to fly off of this thing in ways that I didn't expect like absolutely but it's got to be like grounded in that actual love and embrace and acceptance an ownership of that seed, which is the you that you are now, or the reality that you have now, or your life, or just reality, period, you know, like the world, like this is the world we're living in, you know, Um, because that can happen too, you know, people who have like really good intentions or a positive mindset, you know, but they can be really sort of using that um, spiritual bypass is a way to kind of reject the world as it is right now um, because it just looks too crappy and they want it to be something so much more ideal and so different that it becomes ungrounded and goes a little too far. And like I said, it's a really fine line. Um, But it goes too far into that escapism place or... Uh, that place that's like the woo-woo, you know, fantasy, fantasy, where it's like I'm kind of rejecting reality here and using this as a coping mechanism to deal with what I don't like in this reality because I, and you, you just, it doesn't matter if you like, or you can not like your reality, but you can also embrace it and like it for what it is, kind of. You can like it and not like it, you know, like it but not like it, Um that's possible. That's totally possible. Just like you can do that with humans and, you know, embrace them for how they are. And you can do that with yourself. Um, yeah. So to me, that was like this really important distinction that made it like, oh, but see, and then it also informs us to me about like, I mean, I don't know how the heck you'd go about it. It is hard to draw this line, but so she also mentioned drug use, um, because addiction, you know, and, and but not just drug use um, in the form of addiction, like, but drug use as a tool, you know, like some people use drugs as a tool 
to get to that place that they want to go. And some people use them more heavily as the tool and some people use them um, in an addicted way, you know, like all these different distinctions and lines. And to me, I was like, yeah, but they all still boil down to the same thing. I could meet somebody who was not addicted by any clinical definition, but was using drugs um, I'm saying drugs, but anything, people call it plant medicine, you know, like any of the things, any of the options, um, even food, you know, the way that people kind of use food um, as that escapism place, as that rejection of reality, uh, you know, as that way to um, get away from the stuff that they don't like instead of as a tool to build on the stuff that they don't like. You know, it really, I mean, that's a pretty good metaphor where it's like it really is about do you accept this as the foundation or the base? Like you don't have to keep it like this. Who the heck just wants a cement slab, you know? Like, but like we'll build upon this and there has to be a certain level of acceptance of that where you accept it as the layer that you're willing to build upon um, or that you trust you can build upon and you are going to get creative with it and it may not even look like something you can build upon but you will find a way like you're going to use these tools because then there are also people that I've met that it absolutely rings clear to me that they might use drugs or plant medicine as a real tool, a real tool. It is not in rejection of their reality, and it is not in an escapism, fantasy, coping mechanism way. It is very genuinely a tool. I hate to say it, but uh, that is fairly rare. <laughs> like, I think everybody likes to think that they're using it that way. And the reality is like some people do, but they're the minority um, for sure. Uh, but yes, I have known people that way too. And um, yeah, that rings very clear. Like I said, that, that it's a tool. It's absolutely a tool uh, to continue building on what they have and to see more and to expand and to see what other possibilities are out there or to see things from a different perspective or, you know, it's just that kind of thing. It's very much a tool instead of an escape. Um, and the line gets crossed. Some moments you could really be using it as a tool and then it sort of ekes into that other category and it's a little more escapism at this time. Um, and, you know, also, like, let it be said that there's nothing wrong with escapism. Like, we all kind of use it or need it or it's like no, none of us have never been guilty of it. Like, that's obviously just, it's a part of human life and nature. But... That is when it starts to get to be like that ungrounded thing that I'm like, ooh, I don't want to be a part of this, you know, um, the woo-woo, you know, I mean, just we're like, oh, it's a little too woo-woo um, for me right now. And I know that I'm not using that word the way that people most typically do. So maybe you're like, what? I thought that just meant like hippie people. <laughs> but it's it, to me, it's like when anything is a little like, woo, like too much, too out there, too ungrounded. And so it could apply to aliens, but it could also apply to like positivity, spiritual practices, or it could also apply to, you know, I guess it originated from like hippie stuff that was also in that just idealism, like rejection 
of the current reality and kind of taking things too far and and drug use uh, for that escapism um even though some might have been using it as a tool and sometimes they might have started using it as a tool and then it bled into escapism but ultimately um you know that just ungrounded feeling that you get when there is a rejection of reality and instead of building on the you that you are now the reality that is now the world that is now and the life circumstances that you have now with the tools um instead it's almost just like i just like forget that shit let me just like play with these tools or let's just go into these tools like their whole other worlds and we can just like kind of pretend that's the only world um for a minute and just use it as escapism so that we don't have to embrace or deal with uh the kind of like discord of not liking this like foundation thing that we have to build on it's like we're all in an art project and we were all given this like little base to start with and some people are like black i hate my base well you know deal (laughs) um but they're like no i don't want to instead i'll whatever play with these paints over here um well you could use the paints to build and like make your foundation into something but instead you just want to like kind of play with the paints and forget that you have this like foundation thing that you didn't want or whatever um all right well you know that's a possibility go play with paints in the corner but yeah that's where it feels so ungrounded to me um and then i don't know there was i was just gonna say like some of the ways like flesh out some of the ways um that we saw it kind of taking place i mean i already said like drugs and uh alien talking um but like imagination like we were talking about this one person that we knew that like was almost like a peter pan character where um she just stays perpetually a child and loves like imagination but she loved old storybooks or still does love you know just like fairy tales and storybooks and um she's always kind of like imagining how everything could actually be a fairy tale or that she wants to be you know like in lord of the rings like she wants to like be one of the wizards and like but like really though (laughs) you know i mean and i get it i get it they're great stories and that's why i was saying like it's a really fine line because there's nothing wrong with imagination imagination is freaking an amazing tool and even like mythology and old stories and archetypes and magic believing in magic you know um these are amazing tools that you can use and i was starting to even instead of just using the word tools kind of saying like an overlay you know because if you have this foundation of reality you can overlay all these different screens of color and depth and you know all these overlays um that would then create um a richer experience a more complicated kind of tapestry or view i mean if you're thinking of like overhead projector overlays is kind of what i was thinking of but anyway you know um they are they're great tools great overlays because you could but but when they get to be that rejection of reality thing that's when they get weird you know that's or dangerous or um ungrounded and like too much for me and they get into fantasy you know because if she is because there are moments when it's like i think she's doing this because she hates reality you know and she hates her life and um 
and she doesn't like her and she just like won't work with the clay that she's given you know and um so she's kind of over there and i it's a coping mechanism i mean it's better than like some self-destructive one um but yeah she just kind of like spends her time you know in books watching things or wishing she was imagining she was you know something other than what she is like instead a magical sorceress or you know some other thing and um I mean, I love magic and I love imagination too. But, you know, it can get that. That's the part where it's like, ooh, that, that gets to the woo-woo, you know? Um, and the too much and the escapism. But they could be awesome overlays, you know? Because if you're like, okay, um, here I am and this is what I've got. And, and now, <laughs> let me use amazing imagination skills as an overlay to see my world the one the foundation the lump of clay the world and myself and the life circumstances that I have through the lens of further imagination through the lens of like maybe I am in a story maybe this is a tale maybe this is a classic tale maybe this is a hero's journey what kind of hero's journey is it but grounded and underneath that is my lump of clay my foundation that I'm building upon you know I'm not rejecting it I'm building upon it so then it's grounded in reality. It's still, you can use amazing imagination to really create magic in your life. You know, you can imagine that you are magical and see ways in which you are already and see that through your imagination. And the the, the things that, you know, you have created in this life are magical and, and see all of that kind of stuff, um, but grounded in your reality and still wanting to build and expand and even change that reality even more it doesn't mean that you have to be like well i am who i am and i'm stuck in this one place and i guess i better just like kind of only throw overlays on this one static point no the overlays are on top of the foundation to like help you project what's possible and then build from there and shift out of that location build a way more complex beautiful intricate structure on top of that you know so uh don't get me wrong but yeah and then seeing things like um archetypes or mythology or you know it's like yeah maybe you are this classic like hero on the hero's journey or maybe you are a sorceress or you know so what does that essentially mean you're like having things change forms and um you know you have the best imagination of all or you're a problem solver or you you know have really deep emotions and can feel things fully and whatever like Sure, use those as amazing overlays that are going to get you far, will help you project forward what is possible, tools that will help you build, um, but the ones that are grounded in reality, you know, so that instead, it's not a small thing, it's a huge thing, a thing that's so real and grounded in reality that it could be like real freaking magic, and you could see that you actually have a real effect um, on the world and on your circumstances and whatever, uh, instead of a diminished thing that's almost childish seeming because you've rejected your reality and it's not the foundation you're using and instead you're actually just kind of sitting there wishing you were that character in that book like Frodo with that ring with those friends and you know sort of um, it just it's so much more 
of a thin sort of shallow, you know, and, and almost just like disappointing. It's it's bound to be disappointing, just like using drugs for escapism is bound to be disappointing because you're going to hit back with reality here soon. Like it, the high wears off, you know, and um, you can imagine or hope that, you know, uh, you are going to stumble across some magical power at some point and it'll be bestowed upon you by a fairy godmother or that you're going to have some dream where you're anointed and then you wake up like you know with sparkles flying out of your hands like yeah it but it's bound to be disappointing <laughs> you know <laughs> because you're kind of wishing for that thing in a small way that is in rejection of your reality and rejection of who you are and where you are and life as it is and the world as we know it, you know, um, instead build grounded from there. So anyway, those were the things we were talking about. And um, yeah, she wasn't, I mean, she heard me out, but she didn't feel like the distinction was as important to make or as significant. You know, she kind of felt like it's all kind of a wash. Like people are escaping and it's still a tool. And I mean, I see her point entirely. It is still a tool. Even escapism is still a tool. Um, but I thought it was worth distinguishing the two because uh, to me, that's where those feelings of okay, this person like freaking believes in magic, but they're totally grounded in reality and they feel like this solid human being and I think their magic is possible versus like, oh, holy crap, this person believes in magic and it's a little bit like sad and maybe worrisome or pathetic and like maybe in the past people, and maybe currently, I don't know, people would like worry for their mental health, you know, um, because like it seems like she really thinks that she could be the storybook character or whatever. Um or that she's pining away for that, you know? Um, maybe she doesn't think so. Maybe you give her a test and she tests as totally sane, but you still worry for her mental health because it's almost like torturing yourself in a strange way that's like kind of got no grounding to it, you know? No, no grounding rods that actually make it even possible because you're like, yeah, and I know this person will never do it. I mean, they'll never... You know, on the one hand, you're like, this person believes in magic and hell, maybe they could one day do magic because they seem grounded in reality. Or this person believes in magic and whoa, it's really f sort of frou-frou and I don't know uh, if I'm a little worried for their sanity and they're definitely never going to do magic. Like, it's a little troubling, you know. Um, so, anyways... <laughs> Uh, it was worth it to me to like distinguish it and see uh, if anybody else thought so. Something for me to kind of record for myself and come back to if I need to for further elaboration. Because I do, I run into it a lot. I run into it a lot. It's like when things start dipping into escapism, even people that are like really interested in money and really interested in wealth and having success in life and having their finances in order, that one too <laughs> can get really woo-woo and too much and very um, ungrounded because it's escapism. It's in response to this deep rejection of themselves or their lives or their reality or the world. You know, it's something that happens and then it's an escapism and it's a, a total fantasy kind of coping mechanism to 
not have to look at the foundation that they have or not have to build with it because they're just kind of like resistant. Like, ugh, I don't want that one. I'm not going to start building something on that ugly thing. Um, but then again, they are building something, but it's all like floating, you know? Um, they're whatever, making stuff, um, <laughs> trying to get money. And, and usually it doesn't actually work well. Usually it's like a house of cards that can fall really easily um, if they do start trying to build something. Um, you know, people that are kind of like going for money without the grounding force, um, they might get some, but then it kind of falls away just as easily. So anyway, we've all heard those stories and I think I've elaborated on this one enough. I just uh, had to put it out for whatever it was worth. Thank you so much for listening. I've always loved playing with ideas and deepening in any way that I can. I find it brings connection back. It enlivens you, especially if you're using real play and games to do it. So come and check out all the games and stuff that we've got going on at bringconnectionback.com.